0: People want to tell me, man, like, I came up from nothing out of something. And they watch as success exponentially increases in my life. They feel threatened. They look at me and they say, you know, how can you, some random kid from, you know, the Congo, come over to America and be so successful? Like, why are you successful? Why, Why aren't I successful? You know, they have... This envy within them. And instead of trying to understand why I'm successful, they judge me immediately and say, you know, you don't deserve your success. You know, you're not smart. You're not educated. You're not a business person. You don't know how to create art. You don't know what you're talking about, Adam. You're just delusional. I'm just like, yeah, sure. Say whatever you want, man. I'll I'll be over here working, creating another business trying to help artists around the world, and I'll be traveling the world while you, you know, you think all those things to yourself. That's great. You just keep doing that, and then I'll see you later. And that's the the type of mentality I wish everybody would have, but obviously, you know, that's my own wish. And the reality is, the sad reality is that 90% of Americans are financially illiterate. And what I mean by financially illiterate is that they don't know how to manage themselves in terms of money. And so I've realized, even with my own family, like, you know, it was, it's very sad when people who you love and care about, they turn against you, right? Because they see the path that you're on. And they see that it's the path of, you know, the most possible resistance. And they're not comfortable with that, right? They'd rather play things safe. They'd rather sit in their houses after the 9-to-5 job. And continue to just, you know, be on social media, wasting time. But instead of doing that, you know, I had a 9-to-5 job. You know, and after my 9-to-5 job... I came home and I worked on my 5.30 from 2.30 to 2.30 a.m. job. You know, I, I had a business of my own to run. And so the difference between people who are financially literate and people who are financially literate, like, it's the thought process, right? It's the way you think that separates you from people who don't know what they're talking about. And I, I understood this from a young age because I watched my mother and my brothers and my sister and how they worked, and I'm just like, you know, I'd rather not put in all these hours of work to get such a little return on my time, right? Like, I don't want to go working at McDonald's again to get paid only $10 an hour when I can be just talking on the phone with one of my mentees, right? And I can create an entire business with them right from my phone, and I can get paid very well to do that. And it's not something that, you know, is boring. It's not something that takes a little amount of effort. You know, within an hour, you can create something that's amazing. And that hour is worth more to that mentee than any other hour in the world, right? Because they get to do what they want finally in their lives. And I'm happy to help them do that. And so what I realize is the way I'm thinking is completely different from people. My mother, for, for example, the other day, she talked to me about, you know, maybe... You should go get part time job and I'm like okay I'll do that, you know I, I'm a CEO you know I'm a chief director of marketing you know I'm a Fortune 500 consultant I'm a social media marketer, of course I I can go get a nine to five job that's fine with me, and so I did it, I went to go work at the local U haul, and I didn't take I didn't tell anybody obviously that I'm a CEO you know I don't tell people that, you know I do social media marketing I don't t- tell people that I'm a Fortune 500 consultant. You know, I don't, I don't tell people that I own multiple businesses, you know, that's just not something I can just bring up to, you know, the average person, because when I bring that up to them, they'll be like, oh, wow, well, what do you do? And I and I explain the process to them. I'm like, oh, you know, I specialize in the business of design. And they'll be like, what's that? And I'll be like, I create processes and systems for people in order for them to better achieve what they want in terms of their creative entrepreneurship journey. And they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, help artists create their businesses around their lifestyle, right? Help artists create their businesses around their lifestyle. And they're like, oh, I think I understand. And I'm just like, if you understood, why aren't you doing it? Like, does that make sense to you? Like, you think you understand these things, but until you're actually doing these things, until you've actually lived the life, how could you possibly understand? And what my mother said to me, she's like, you know, maybe you should go get a 9-to-5 job because it seems like your businesses aren't really picking you up. And of course, you know, she would think that because I don't run around driving a Bentley or just going outside with the, you know, crazy ladies that are around here and partying every night and wasting all this cash like some people do. No, I just sit in my room. I go to an office every now and then. I go to the arcade every now and then, I go to universities every now and then, I do public speaking every now and then, you know, I just work, that's what I do, I enjoy my work, that's my love, that's the thing that I will do no matter what, because that's the only thing I will do for money ever, and so when I told her about my process of going to the 9 to 5, I told her, I'm going to do this, right, and that's fine. You know, I, I wasn't doing it for the money, right? I was doing it for the physical exercise and because, you know, it was something that I enjoyed, right? Not having to be, you know, the CEO, you know, not having to be the chief executive of just any corporation or business partner or, you know, chief director of marketing for a day and just go do something that, you know, the average person does for eight hours a day. And when I did that, I felt real joy, right? I could understand that living this lifestyle is enough for people. Living this average lifestyle, which is what 99.9% of people live, that's enough for people, you know, they're satisfied. But for me, that's not enough, you know. I came back from my 9 to 5, from U-Haul, and I sat down in my room. You know, I got on my knees and I prayed and I'm like, I don't want to do that ever again. Although the exercise was great and the work itself was you know, it wasn't horrible. It was just something that I could not do, right? It didn't fulfill me. It didn't make me happy. And of course, financially speaking, it was useless to me because I could make literally more money in a day than what they'd make in a very, very, very long time. But, you know, that's besides the point. I worked there because it was an enjoyable process to me to be able to work. The process of work, that is something that I love to do. And love to experience, love to see. And so working a nine to five for me it's something that I can do, right? I'm able to do it, but it's not something that I want to do, it's not something that I need to do. And for many people they don't understand. They're like, Why would you work eighty or more hours a week on your businesses and you know, not reap the benefits or like because they can't see the physical benefits, like I don't roll around with you know bills in my pockets and like just showing off you know how wealthy i am i i live a very very humble and moderate moderately frugal life and compared to the people around me they're they're trying to like act like they're successful they're trying to act like they're wealthy they're trying to act like they're not poor and i'm just like do you understand that when i work you know i i get results the same day right i get paid on the same day i get paid before, you know, there's any work being done on my part, right? I get paid before, not after I've done the work, right? Not a week later, not a month later, not a year later, before. Before there's any transaction of value being made, I get paid and then I provide value to people. And that's how I run my businesses. But it seems for these people, and especially my mother and my family, they think that what I'm doing is You know, it's not working out because they can't see the money. They can't see my bank account. They can't see, you know, the people that I work with. They can't see the businesses. They can't see the stadiums, the arenas. They can't see all these business partners. They can't see the conferences. And especially, they can't see the results. Because I don't show them to the people that would not understand. Why would I show you something that you would never be able to understand in your entire life? If I showed you the process of how to create a business from zero dollars to over a million or over a billion dollars, how could you possibly understand that if you're financially illiterate? How could you possibly understand that if you don't know how to manage a business? You know, your business thought process is illiterate. And so no matter what I say to you, no matter what I do, no matter what I try to portray in my own life that you can see, they'll never understand. And that's the biggest problem that I've had with my own family, right? They don't understand what I'm doing. And so when I'm sitting in my room, you know, and I'm just playing games, or I'm creating art, or I'm talking with somebody on the phone, they're like, you know, you're just wasting your time, Adam. Cause will get a nine-to-five job. And I'm like, do you know how much I just got paid just for this phone call alone? Do you know how much I just got paid just for this marketing plan alone? Do you know how much I got paid just for this last conference meeting alone? And they're like, no, but I want to know. I want to see your bank account, you know? I want to see the money. And I'm just like, it doesn't matter to you. If I show you my bank account, if I show you the money, if I show you the results, it's not going to matter to you at all because you can't re, you can't re- replicate them. There's nothing you can do about it. It has literally no application in your life. You're never going to be able to do what I do because you don't do what I do. You don't think the same. You don't act the same. And of course you don't have the same habits. They have poor habits that keep them within their relative average lifestyle. I have habits that create bounding wealth and my lifestyle that's increasingly challenging every single day and I enjoy it, right? I'm having to do things that are increasingly difficult and I have to solve problems on a global scale that someone with an average thought process cannot do, right? I just can't spend time with people who don't understand that. I can't explain my process of business to them Because they don't understand the business of art. They don't understand the business of esports. They don't understand the economics of art. They don't understand the economics of esports. And it's so very difficult to try to live in both of these worlds because the people who are poor, right, the people who don't understand the way that I think, they say, Adam, you know, you're wrong, man. What you're doing is wrong. You're just not a good person. Selfish, you know, you don't share what you have, and I'm just like, you know, you're right, I'm wrong. I am selfish, I don't share what I have. I only create multiple businesses every day, and I teach artists around the world how to run their own businesses, how to manage themselves, how to sell their art. You're right, I don't share enough, I don't care enough, and certainly I'm very selfish because I take the time out of the day to spend with people who I truly care about and want to see succeed, right? I am selfish. I admit it. But I'm self-aware enough to admit (laughs) excuse me, I'm self-aware enough to admit that a lot of the time I've spent hasn't been selfishly spent. I'm not looking at others and saying, I want what you have. I'm not looking at others and saying, you know, I'm I'm insecure because I don't have this. I'm looking at others and saying, how can I provide value to them? How can I help someone? Isn't that what life is all about? Being able to provide value to others and not just to yourself? Because the poor man would say, I don't... Teach me what you know. And I would say, okay, I'll teach you. But this time next year, when you're struggling in debt, you don't have any money in your bank account, and you don't know how to manage your finances, or even manage yourself for that matter because you have poor habits, don't come crying to me because I spent a year teaching you what took me over a decade to learn and so what my mother said to me the other day is that we have a problem right she said that I don't care about her she said that I know I'm not thinking about her you know she says that I don't have love in my heart for her and I said you know what, you're right. You know, there's a reason why I don't love you. There's a reason why I don't care about you. There's a reason why my time spent with you has been wasted because each time I try to explain what I do, each time I show you the process, each time I show you the results even, you don't understand. She doesn't have the capacity to understand what I do. And so when I was trying to teach her about financial literacy the other day, and I said, she needs to raise her prices. And she didn't understand because she thought her prices were already high. She's like, oh, they're already high enough. I'm just going to raise them if I need to. You know, if the situation calls calls for, it. you know, I'll raise my prices. And I'm like, no, you raise your prices now. And then you raise your prices tomorrow. And then you raise your prices the next day. And the day after that. And the day after that. And the day after that. And, after that, and you keep raising your prices. And you keep providing more value. And more value and more value. And it exponentially increases, right? Over time, as you learn and grow. As you can solve bigger and bigger problems for people. That's how business works. Now, obviously that's going to take time and effort and energy and resources on her part. And she's going to be able to have to know how to scale her business up to do that. But the thing is, she didn't understand how to do that. And so what she told me is you know, Adam, um, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. You're going to be poor. You don't know what business is. And I'm like, you're right. I am going to be poor. I'm going to be, you know, poor in spirit at least. And I understand that I, there's nothing I can do to help you. I'm, I'm just going to let that topic go. You know, I'm, I'm going to be poor and, you know, the chances of me trying to convince somebody and educate somebody who just will never understand what being financially illiterate truly feels like like she doesn't even know that she's financially illiterate and it's so sad because she doesn't even know she's in this situation this cycle that keeps repeating right so she's financially illiterate but at the same time she's thinking you know i've created this lifestyle for myself and i'm doing well but i'm but I'm really not, you know? And she doesn't understand that last part. She's not really doing well. My brothers, my sister, nobody has told her that what she's doing isn't going to help her actually pay off the house. Nobody has told her that what she's doing is going to keep her in this cycle of poverty. And it's going to be long and painful for her. And that made me really sad, you know? Because now, like, I'm 20 years old and I have to you know, leave my mother's house, you know, I came back here to help her, to provide value to her in a way that only I could provide, but, you know, she doesn't understand what I'm doing. She doesn't understand the value that I provide. So even though I could solve all of her problems financially, even though I could help her pay off this house, I could help her do things that she doesn't even know are possible in terms of business, you know, the business of design. And her lifestyle. She doesn't understand. And so the value that I provide to her. It's non-existent for her. Because she'll never understand. The true value of it. And it makes me sad. Knowing that. Each time I record a podcast episode. There's somebody out there that feels. The exact way my mother feels. like Adam. You know. What are you talking about? You know. You're just some kid from the Congo. You know. You're born in Provo, you went back to Africa, you, you had this basic education, and then you know, you just start talking about all this business stuff and how you create these things, but I don't understand what you do, you know? You know, show me what you do, and I'm like, well, if you don't understand, why don't you start doing what I do? Right? Instead of judging me or telling me that I'm wrong and being left out of the loop, why don't you actually go sit down with your financial advisor or business partner, or even for that matter, actually go start your own business and actually do what I do, right? Don't just listen to what I'm telling you. Do what I do myself. And then you'll understand. You'll understand how to be wealthy. You'll understand how to be healthy. You'll understand how to experience greater levels of joy and fulfillment in your life. You'll understand how to truly love people and care for them in a way that only you can. That's what business is about. Being able to solve problems for people in a way that only you can. Now, the vast majority of you are not going to do this are listening to this podcast episode. <coughs> See, that's correct, that 99.9% of you will not do what I do because, frankly, you can't. And that's just the reality. You cannot do what I do. And you have to accept that. You can try as you might, and you can get very close to what I do, but the reality is it would take you years, a decade or more to be able to do what I do, to have the knowledge and experience that I have, be able to communicate in the way that I communicate. And to be able to sell the way that I sell. And to be able to solve problems in the way that I solve problems. And so, if you are financially illiterate, what are your options? Are you going to sit down and just be like, Okay, listening to Adam's podcast is great. He's helped me out a lot. That's fine. You can do that. Thank you for listening. But I want to solve your problem right now. If you are financially illiterate, Take out a pen and paper, open up your notebook, go talk to somebody who can actually do your accounting or financial advising or whatever, and listen to them. Listen to yourself. What are your objectives? What do you want in terms of this life? Write everything down. Write your interests and your passions down. What you like, what you don't like, what you need, what you don't need. You know, write those things down. And then pick the things that you enjoy most. Pick the things that will yield you the most amount of profits in terms of financial security. You know, you want to be able to do something that will give you masses of money over time and right now. Pick the skills and habits that you can create and hone over time that will give you the biggest return on your investment your time your energy your resources pick these things and make them priority in your life. Don't listen to anybody else who tells you that what you're doing is wrong. Don't listen to me or any other person who is a professional and tells you that what you're doing is wrong. what you're doing is for you. your life is your own. you can't take advice in your life from somebody else. They're not you. You got to do it for yourself because you love it and you enjoy it. That's what you need to do. That's what you want to do. <laughs> so excuse me for saying that you're financially illiterate. Because if you are, and this is what you have to do right now. Take the time to really understand who you are. Have the self-awareness to take a second and create a business plan for yourself for the next year, for the next three years, for the next five years, for the next 10 years, for the next 50 years of your life. Create a business plan that's going to allow you to execute the strategies you need to obtain your objectives. And don't take no for an answer from anybody. Don't listen to your wife or your husband or your kids or your brothers or your sisters or your cousins or your aunts and uncles who are telling you no, because they're not you. Don't listen to people who are telling you to just stop, to tell you that what you're doing is not going to work because they're not you. Only you know what you can achieve. You need that self-awareness. You need that ability to understand who you are and who you want to be and who you were once in the past. You need to be able to adapt and to change in a way that's positive. That's how you become financially independent, financially literate. You can't think like ninety percent of Americans think that working a nine to five will make you, you know, financially independent because it won't. Statistics show that people who work in nine to five they may be happy, yeah. They may have wealth, yeah. And they may even have a comfortable lifestyle, but they're not financially independent because what happens when the nine to five disappears? What happens when The source of income for the last 20 years disappears. Now tell me the truth. You can listen to me. And that's great. Thank you for listening. Or you can go out there and take action. But I can guarantee you 99.9% of you will not take action. 99.9% of you will not take action. Or even understand what I'm talking about that you're listening. So doesn't that mean something? Doesn't that mean that maybe by chance you're that 1% who maybe maybe, just maybe understands that you can execute a strategy and get the results that you want and need. Maybe you're that point zero zero one percent who understands that what I'm talking about It's applicable to you. And you can't be patient anymore. You can't just wait as things happen to you. You need to go out there and get things done now. Right now. Like, you need to turn off the podcast and just go get to work. That's how urgent you need to be in terms of your business, in terms of your lifestyle. And you realize as soon as you take action and you start creating habits that are going to build you long-lasting wealth and you educate yourself in terms of finances and business, you're never going to live the same way and you're going to be able to do things that you never thought were possible that I can truly promise you if you take action for yourself. what's up guys today we're talking about financial literacy i want to thank you for listening to the podcast i want to thank everybody who supported me this far and just know that i enjoy talking with you and i enjoy the pleasure of having your attention because your attention means the world to me really and you know i wouldn't be here without you giving me the time of day and i want to thank you for the opportunity that you may listen to me and we may have this discussion and obviously there's going to be you know a, a ton of changes this year to this podcast i'm having guests i'm having people who have been in my life but they've never had a real voice upon among this podcast this podcast who listen but they don't really understand like you know, the whole dynamics of how this podcast is made so i'm going to bring them in you're going to be able to hear about them and thank you so much for listening today we're going to be talking about financial literacy and really what you can do about it if you are financially literate. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. Yo, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I will be back tomorrow with another episode. I'm going to try my best to keep episodes updated and uploaded daily. I've been super busy with online course creation and doing marketing strategies and just creating businesses and managing things. But I'm back on track now and I want to thank you for listening to this episode. hope you have a wonderful day or night, wherever you are. Thank you so much for listening and please, please take care of your finances. If you need help, obviously you know how to contact me. Just send me a message or really whatever it is that you need. And I will go out of my way personally to help you if the requirements match up. You know, if we're a good fit, I can do business with you. If we're not a good fit, that's okay. I'll still give you advice. I'll still give you, you know, the help that you need. And I'll, I'll guide you to someone and direct you to someone who can help you themselves. If I'm not able to help you in the way that you need help. So please reach out to me if you need help. If there's anything else that you need, please just send me a message and I'll answer you as quickly as possible. Awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. Take care.